0: Welcome to the Lean Line podcast. Um, I'm your host Chris Marshall. Hello, hope you're all doing well and we are back with another episode of Bears Your Dinner where we bring together a sheer passion for football with a little bit of food chat which I've decided not to tell you about yet but I will tell you about it later. It's okay. Um, I was getting to know some familiar faces from the world of Scottish women's football and this time I'm joined not by just one but by two SWPM stars in the shape of Stirling University Joe. And current lockdown buddies, uh, Bethany Kerr and Lindsay Lewis. Uh, Bethany, Lindsay, thank you much for coming on. Oh,
1: that's not a problem. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> um, before we start talking about football, how has the last couple of months been for
1: you?
2: I think it's, it's been all right. I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big change. Yeah. Because
1: yeah, we're obviously used to being in our team, um, you know, having football, playing two games a week, training, like we're kind of used to doing the same things every day with us now we're just kind of like stuck in the house not having that option at all so it's a big change for us but
0: is it just yeah. the two of you that are together or is there anybody else that's in the in the house Nah,
1: just if the, two, just of the two of us
0: <laughs> just well this is what i was going to ask you this because um so i love alone and i can't decide whether this has been a good or a bad thing during this whole big world because i don't have to go <laughs> with everybody else but i can't be bothered at the same time and kind of on my Todd, how's it how's it
2: been kind of
0: living together for this period of time
2: Um i think just, at the, the start we were like oh this is going to be good like just going to be spending time with each other and everything and then i think near the end we've just kind of like we don't see each other like we go to our rooms like the only time i think we see each other is when we go to the kitchen to make dinner and then <laughs> that is it like
1: and then we go to our rooms again but but I still think like it's better than, like, we kind of got, yeah. like, the best of both worlds, you know, like, we can have company when we want it, but apart from that, we kind of just are probably just like the rest of everyone else, just watching TV in our rooms, so.
0: Have yeah, you discovered any habits about each other that you didn't know before, having this much time together?
1: <laughs> um, I don't think we didn't already know. Yeah, I think we already kind of knew each other's bad yeah, that's habits <laughs> and what we don't like to do in the flat, whereas the other one kind of does. Um, but yeah, not not anything that's annoyed me too much yet, so that's good. we'll see. see. Well, hopefully it does, that, that holds out and we continue to
0: have happy times in the yeah. everyone's household. Awesome. Yeah. Um, right, we're going to talk a little bit about your careers today, and we're also going to talk about kind of university football because it's something that we haven't really touched on, but it's also quite significant, I think, in women's football in Scotland at the moment. But let's rewind all the way to the start. Um, What's what's kind of your like memories of football from like a young age? Is it something that you've always been interested in?
2: Yeah, I think it's the typical like I learned how to kick a ball before I walked, really. Like the typical like every every story I've heard, it's like I've always played football, I've always had a ball at my feet, and um, like at school I I would play with the boys rather than playing with the girls, or.
1: so just like Mine was a bit different, I, think I tried every single sport there was, like gymnastics, dancing, horse riding before I played football, but uh, I kind of started because I've got two brothers and they both play football as well, so I just kind of started in the back garden with them, but I was kind of later on, I think, but it was quite a bit younger, um, I was a bit older, so it was a bit different.
0: Uh, you mentioned uh, your brothers playing it, so when was it a case of when you were playing football when you were younger because you, you're both still quite young at the moment in terms of your football and things like that, uh, is it a case of like your family gave you encouragement when you decided that the football was something you wanted to pursue? Uh,
1: I think that yeah they were both quite encouraging my parents but I think obviously my mum was a wee bit, <laughs> she was out of comfort zone because she was, actually finally thought she was going to get one of our children not playing football but uh, nah they were, they were both quite encouraging and just
2: like,
0: if that's what I want to do, that's what I want to do, kind of thing, so, yeah, no problem. <laughs> In terms of, um, so you're playing for Southern University just now, which is slightly different from some of the other clubs. Um, did you play for a club when you were younger, before you kind of went to uni?
2: Um, we both actually, we both played at Celtic with each other um, when we were uh, younger. And then just before I came to university, I um, played with Cumberland Colts. But they're just the two main clubs. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I played for um, Falkirk at a young age and then kind of like in the Central Girls and then went to Celtic and then I took, I actually took two years out like just at the end of my, like a high school um, and then when I came to you uni know, I just got back into it so and then we, that's when we just met again and we used to play with each other when we were younger and didn't speak at all and now we're flatmates so <laughs> oh,
0: so, so what's the, what's the origin story of you two becoming flatmates then?
2: <laughs> um I think we just went to like at university was at, like give it a go, which is um at the trials basically, but we don't like to call it trials because like it's just it's someone it's a less pressure really. Um and it, like we were both we were both there I think we both caught eyes and I was just like, Oh no. I was like, Oh I don't know about Celtic and like I we just never really talked, like we weren't really that close to Celtic so and I'm Quite a nervous person, so I was just like, I'll just like, avoid the situation, and then like Lindsay came right over and everything. So, and then that was it. Then I think we were going out one night, and
1: yeah, we were kind of like the two. We were to the freshers. yeah the freshers in our year. Um, I think there wasn't that many, so we just kind of it was just us two that kind of gelled the most, and are And locked down together, lovingly. But yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let, let's
0: talk about university a little bit. What is it you both study? Uh, just now?
2: Um, well the past two years I studied history um, but <laughs> I realised that like I like history but I'm not good at it so <laughs> I decided to change my degree and I'm doing sport now. <laughs> doing sport. I've been doing sport the past two years. So.
1: Sport.
2: Um, in terms
0: of obviously Stirling University's got quite a good reputation in terms of like sports sciences and all that that kind of stuff. Uh, for, uh, obviously you've been doing history uh, Beth but um. Lindsay, was that one of the attractions to Stirling University for you—the fact that it has that kind of that grounding in kind of the sports
1: kind of? Um, when I first started looking for universities, I'm going to be honest—it probably wasn't just because I live in Stirling; it was just convenient for me. But um, obviously, as I got like to know it more and like being open days and stuff like that, I kind of learned that it was quite a big—like, sport was a massive part of it. Um, so it kind of drew me towards it more. But I wouldn't say it was like the sole factor that I went there. Um obviously now I'm there, um, I realise like, how big a part of sport plays, so I'm obviously glad I went. What, uh, what year are you in just now? we i open to third year. Well, obviously bethany going gone back into second year to redo sport, but um, I'm going to third year. I,
0: I did the same thing, Bethany, so you're all right. I went back <laughs> and jumped and jumped. Right. I'm just thinking
2: an extra year. Like, <laughs> that's an extra year, you know?
0: Well, this is the other thing as well. I mean, you get a bursary for a reason, so you might as well get the maximum. Yeah,
2: boost. it's five years, so I might as yeah. well take
0: it. <laughs> but uh, how how has of you know, the lockdown affected your studies? Because obviously, it's this time of year is kind of like exam time. Probably got some deadlines and stuff like that, and you get a uni work. How's it been uh, in that regard?
2: Well, I w- we just get past really. Like that was um, like first and second years. Uh, just get past this year, basically. Well, it was like. The assignments you did hand in before like this whole lockdown if you passed them assignments you would pass the full year really so yeah. we had none exams or um because they all get cancelled and that so if you pass the assignments that um, you'd done before the lockdown you would pass this year really yeah they
1: just kind of took off your coursework yeah. um and the grade weights kind of got shifted about i think just to make up like the actual percentage that you needed to pass so i wasn't it didn't affect like us second years too much Obviously, i think it would affect the older ones a lot more yeah. but yeah.
0: No, say, I, I've wondered because I've seen a lot of people kind of having to fire in dissertations and stuff like that, so I wondered how it's been. had. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about Stirling University a little bit. So you mentioned the give it a go uh, session in terms of getting involved in the in the club. Um, when did you find out that you were going to become part of the team, and how how was that kind of experience for you?
2: Um, well, for me, I, I know like I played at um, Colts with a, a girl who played for Stirling. And so you basically I think um like we have this football team rugby everyone goes to like the um like the hall and basically like they let the freshers in and they go and sign up for things and we can kind of show them like what it's gotta be about. But I I never really went to that. I just got a message from a person at Cole told me come and give it a go. And then it's basically just a big game of football really. It's just these small sided games and then um I think thankfully we knew a coach from Celtic that was um at, at, um, Stirling, um at that time so he kind of came up to us and and like let us know and then the next training session we both went to the wrong team mm-hmm. and they had to come over and get us and everything but honestly it's been the best experience
1: I think because there was there was originally only a 1s and a 2s team um, and then I think just as we were joining they made that's when they made a 3s team for like uh, the Bucks side of things so I just kind of went the give it a go just because that was my first time in football like in a few years. So I just kind of went just to see how it was. I wasn't really thinking too much into it. I just wanted to see like how it was. And then, yeah, we both just got an training session and the folks just came over and told us just to come over um, with the ones team just kind of went from
0: there. Nice. Um, I think you what, you've mentioned Bucks. I was going to ask about this later, but it seems like this is a good time to do it now. Um, obviously, Stirling University as well as the SWPL side there's Bucks football. Can you, for people that, because we both use the term Bucks there, and I know what it means, and I know that you know what it means, but can you, for anybody who doesn't know what Bucks football is, can you give a wee explanation to it?
1: Uh, it's just so Bucks is basically like the leagues that the only the university teams can be in. Um, so our Bucks team just like consists of only girls who study at the university, um, whereas the Prem is it's open to anyone who like a women's footballer, so the majority of us play with both, because it just so happens that we're studying at the uni as well as wanting to play football, um, but there is a couple of players who only play with either team, um, but you need to be, like, obviously studying at the uni to be playing in the Bucks to yeah. on Wednesday. Uh,
0: yes, I think Ellie Kane plays for, yeah. she plays uh-huh. for and she plays for Stone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, how how do you kind of view the levels playing SWPL compared with Bucks? Like in terms of the the standard of football, is it about the same? Do you think one's got slightly better than the other? Um, I think that with, with
2: Bucks football, it's like every week you don't know. Like usually with a Sunday team, it's like that's the exact team, and you don't play usually a team that you've looked to like all week. You've been analysed them, um, and like kind of know what you're coming up against really. But with like a Wednesday, you really don't know because like school comes into it and people have classes and people can't make it. So on a Wednesday, it's a whole different team. Like even for us, like we play Wednesday, it'd be a whole different team. Some people can't make it. Some people can make it. So I think that on a Wednesday, you don't really know what you're coming up against when a Sunday you've kind of all week looked towards that team and know to a certain extent what you're coming up against. I
1: think the the Bucks League as well is a lot more um, kind of laid back in a sense where it's just it's kind of just for the not just for the enjoyment obviously we enjoy the competitive side but it's more I'd say for the enjoyment. Um, whereas the like the Premier League side is very like competitive and obviously everybody's looking to be at the top of the league table kind of thing. Um, and we also get to travel down England you know <laughs> every other Wednesday so I think that's quite. The fun aspect of it yeah i
0: was going to say that because it's it's not just scotland it's the british university that,
1: that yeah uh, so the league we're in um we get to kind of go down we've been to like loughborough and um, been down to birmingham a few times different places like that so and especially we compete in um, british cups as well sometimes we can get ties that are i think we were supposed to be playing cardiff i think yeah and um, before all this happened so i think that's quite a good side of bucks and um, which is quite different from Premier League side, whereas weren't all in Scotland. So, see, uh, with playing with the SWPL side and the Buck side, is is there one
0: given priority for for you in terms of if there was, like, say, for example, Stirling University had a game on a Wednesday night because, say, you've got to catch up fixtures, for example, uh, and they had an SWPL game and had a Buck game. Would you have? Would it be down to you to make that choice, or would somebody do that for you? Um, I think Craig would
2: usually do that. Like, within as uh, as you said, like our a lot of our S W P L team is made up of our box team, so like we couldn't if there was two games on Wednesday, we'd have to pick and choose whether what game it would be. Um, I think it'd be easier to move a box game, um, than an S W P L game because realistically, if it's a Wednesday game, it's already been moved, so it's probably easier moving a box game. But Craig would usually make
1: the decisions for us, and um, I don't think we've ever really. Yeah, I think, I think if that there were really only a couple of players um, that played in each team then it would maybe be down to us, but because there's such like a large amount of us that play with both, I think um as Betty was saying Craig would have to make that decision. Um obviously with the university side as
0: well, you have um players coming from all kind of all over the gro- all over globe. The globe. <laughs> the there we go. Um I know there was obviously a few in the university squad just now. Have they kind of had to go back home at the moment because of what's happened with the lockdown or is any of them kind of still here? No, I think they've all
2: went home. They've all went um, back to it. We've had everyone, I think, from
1: America, um, Germany. Germany, um, But yeah, they're all home now. It started only, I think, there was only like one or two of them at the beginning, at like very, very early stages that um, told us that we were going to go home because um, obviously we didn't know how serious it was then. And then I just one by one they all were just like "We think it's the best thing to do and they ended up all going home. Um, but we're still kind of keeping in contact with them. We've got um, team Zooms each week and stuff like that. So,
0: was say, everybody is, like Zoom must be making, I don't know how Zoom money, because this is all free as well, so it's not like I have yeah. money for this conversation. So I'm just <laughs> one day, they're just going to send a bill for like £1,000 a month. And like,
2: oh.
0: <laughs> um uh, let's I tell you what. Let's keep kind of talking about that because one of the other things I'm interested to get your take on is um, Westall University and some other sides at SWP as well, with uh, students being kind of the main players in the squad. There's been a lot of chat about like summer and winter football at the moment, um, and obviously with yourselves, that means that sometimes you get kind of players in at the start of the academic year, maybe losing towards the end. Have you got any thoughts about like winter football in terms of playing out winter season as opposed to the summer season as it is just now?
2: Um, I think personally, it would be, I think it would be best for us. Um, I just said like we get that lines up for buck season, so that's when we get all our internationals and our scholarships in. Um, at the start of the season, and then, and then by the end of the season, they're kind of all away really. Um, so I think it'd be good. I think it's uh, a positive for us because we get to build a team then, and um, like from the start, and we can gel with each other and do um,
0: really learn to play with each other yeah I, I think it's an interesting one as you say i think it definitely lines up with the academic kind of year in that regard there's pros and cons either way but um let's let's talk about swpl swpl football um let's talk about last season first let's get that out of the way um last season pretty tough i think that's fair to say um when you kind of look back on it how how do you think about last season
2: yeah, it's, it's 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 a disheartening one uh, to to think about. I think that at through last season, we I think we had three separate teams the whole year, um and it, like at the start of the season, we had a completely different team to what we ended the season with. Um, I think that we didn't really start the season off particularly well, and I think that just kind of started a a snowball effect really from the the goal, and um, but I think that near the second part of the season, even though maybe the results never said, but I think that we were a much better team, and um, I think we were playing better football, and that's good. That's good to um, like our actions towards it and everything. I think that you can be disheartened and everything, and I think we were lucky enough to have as well Bucks football, which we were doing pretty well in, and that kind of kept our like our attitude's up a wee bit. Um but we can't really it's a tough it's a tough league, like it just guys and I think that a lot a lot of it was experience. So we're all young players, like all of us are students, like mm-hmm. um between like the ages of nineteen um, to twenty four or something. Um with the odd one <laughs> that is like a yeah, but older than us um So I think we're not really looking back on last season. I think it's a totally new new league this year and totally new teams that I think we could really um, give a good game to.
0: Yeah, I mean, as I said, I don't to well on it because I know it can't have been a great way. But in terms of when you were coming into this season, Lindsay, obviously coming off the back of the season, relegation, unable to win a game in the league. How how do you kind of hit the reset button on that, like as a team and individually?
1: Um, well, for me personally, uh, I only actually joined the Premier League side actually near the end of towards the last season. Anyway, because um, I only played bucks for the first kind of year, uh, so for me personally, it probably isn't as hard as the other girls, just because I was only involved in a few games. um So it's quite good for me. Um, but from like a team perspective, I think I think so far. Like in training, we've just kind of been like we have been talking about last season, but we've kind of been like talking about it and then leaving it there and looking to next season. Um, We've just kind of been talking about new styles of play and it's been really positive because obviously we know, like going into this league, we'll be going to face each team and we won't kind of know what the outcome's going to be. Like it'll be very competitive. Um, Whereas last season, I think a lot of girls went into the games with an already like fixed mindset where they knew or kind of had a rough idea of what the scoreline was going to be. so I think that's quite a big difference um in people's attitudes for this season. Um upcoming's gonna be like that is very competitive um and every game's kinda there for the taking.
0: Yeah, I mean Beth, what's what's it like to kinda flip that round from last season to this season where an SWPL 2 it will be competitive. I think that's probably fair to say. But you can kinda have aspirations of being towards the top end of the table um as opposed to maybe what's been the case the last couple of seasons.
2: I think I think it really is just a positive. I think that um, we are looking to be one of the top teams in this league, and um, I think if we keep going the way we're going, We'll the training more before lockdown and everything. I kind of think we can do that. Um, I just think that we just we came into the new season with a different attitude. We kind of we have really forgot about last season, um, and especially like we have got a new team and we know. F- like um a lot of the internationals are away like we only get them for a year Um so we've got new players coming in and I think we're all excited about that and um it's just really we're getting back to it. love playing football really I think that that's the big cause I think some of us went through last season and we just were really like it's not fun going into a, a game last season where you think you won't get better or you, you get bet <laughs> 7-0 off a Hibs or Glasgow City like it's not it's not the best feeling in the world but I think now we're just enjoying playing football and I think that's really shown um, with training and everything
0: and for for this season have you moved back to the Gannicay is that right in terms of where you're playing games or is it still local view
2: yeah, no we've moved back to the Gannicay yeah okay. and um, uh grass pitch is that right uh, well I think um, we were going to play a grass pitch this season um, but I think now, if we're moving into a winter um, season, we're going to change to the
0: dash top, I think. Yeah. In in terms, I think. Yeah. In terms of like grass against artificial, do you have a have a preference playing? Because I think I've spoken spoke about this a few times with folk, and I of think the feeling is that maybe in the women's game, because we use it artificial so much, it's actually not that big a taboo when you consider some of the conversations that happen in the men's game. Yeah, I, th-
2: I think... Um, I personally prefer ash turf. Think it's just because we train on it all the time. Uh, we play games on a Wednesday with it, um, and I think unless you get a really, really good grass pitch, um,
1: I think I, I would prefer ash turf. Yeah, I the grass. Know, I'm the same I prefer um, But it was quite a not a big start, but like it was a wee bit of a difference when obviously it was mentioned that we'd be playing our season on grass. Um, just because it's just kind of like a common yeah. one thing that we would be going Astro, struggle Um but we were all kind of fine with it, obviously it's changed now but.
0: Yeah. Cool, alright well I think that's the football part done um, mm-hmm. so what we're going to do now is we're going to have a little chat about food um, now I don't know food, food is getting me through lockdown, in good <laughs> and bad ways uh, let's be honest I'm going to be for a run after this because
2: I need
0: food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just some general questions about food first of all do you love your food? How do you rate yourself on the foodie scale or mm-hmm. just kind of something to eat?
2: Um, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think at the start of lockdown we weren't, we weren't really caring and we'd just, like, we'd buy anything and everything. Um. Honestly, our cupboards were full of sweets and chocolate. And see when you've, you've not got your mum and dad around, like, you, you can get away with anything, really. <laughs> um. But I think <laughs> near the end we've kind of, we've realised that maybe we should be eating a lot more and um, healthier. Um, so it's been like, I think I've eaten chicken
0: and rice for the past two weeks. Is it quite yeah. hard to kind of, um, st- you've mentioned obviously at the start, so at the start I was eating Pringles for dinner for pretty much like a week and a half solid. <laughs> um, so it, was it quite hard to kind of get out of that kind of, oh, I can just kind of do that at one and get back into that, as you say, chicken and rice uh, situation? Mm.
1: for me i'm like the most fussy eater that you'll ever meet i'm like all about i don't like sauces things like that so for me it's she's the total opposite so it's kind of (laughs) like she's a good influence on me um but at the start for example like i wouldn't even make pasta myself and now that's kind of what i'm doing every night so it's not she
2: wouldn't she couldn't (laughs) like there's
1: no there's no she couldn't do it like she I,
2: i came through the other day and just burn and smell and she burns scrambled egg <laughs> scrambled egg
1: <laughs> so yeah uh, you know, i'm really good at making it.
0: so has there been some uh, impromptu cooking lessons going on then
1: see to be honest it's not even cooking lessons it's just her telling me to look at the back of packets of things and yeah. that's all you need to do is just read them and you're fine um, Should we ask about a microwave meal? Should go how to
2: cook this? it's so, a so microwave meal. Right now, that I've never, <laughs> I've,
0: done done enough. Enough. I've never done that. I've never done that. Let's <laughs> uh, ask a bit more of a specific question then. Um, pretend lockdown doesn't exist. What's what's like your favourite? If you were taken to a desert island, what would be your like favourite meal that you'd have to have? Would be the
1: meal you'd have for the rest of your
0: life. What what would it be? I
1: think for most people, like if you know me, it would be spaghetti bolognese. Um, with garlic bread, that's my that's my go-to meal.
2: Um, I think mine would
1: be <laughs> like I love cereal, <laughs> but like if, I, if if I have to like pick
2: a, a meal, I'd be more, like my mum's steak pie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'm a fan of steak pies, cereals, and spaghetti bolognese So this is a great start. This this next wee bit. <laughs> so, uh, cereal as dinner. How do you feel about that?
2: Oh yeah, every day. Yeah. No, of course. Like you can have cereal any time of the day. Yeah, it's easy.
0: anything. Any particular favourite?
1: cereal? Just... Like, like you can just use an excuse. That I'll have cereal. Like oh, I'm hungry. I'll have cereal. Like, There's generally never a bad time of the day to have cereal. Yeah, I think that's
2: fair.
1: Yeah. Any favourites? Like um, I like
2: special gay. <laughs> yeah, I've been at special gay <laughs> for, for the last couple of days. I think like, I don't know. There's too many. I like like I like the childish ones like shave and. Golden nuggets and like cookie crisps and all. That. <laughs> you know how
0: you, you know how you get the the eight packs with like the wee boxes. Yeah, yeah those, boxes, those boxes. are too small though.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Man, I only stay like ten minutes away from my flat, and my mum just that's all oh, she's been dropping off to me through this lockdown as those wee. Tiny me boxes, and I generally don't know how she thinks that that fills me up because, <laughs> but they just don't get eaten. Like they're still sitting there. Do you <laughs> not like uh, do a bit of mix and matching? Because
0: obviously, like cereal cafes are kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, d- I do quite sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she will put <a> wheat, Weetab- <laughs> <laughs> so she she, she like she she a a cocoa pops and then puts a No, no. So I put I put, I, put, I put the Weetabix <laughs> first, and then. Oh great. Okay. The best one's like one meat bits and a wee bit of special tea and add my milk and, uh, that's that's the best combination. Do
0: you like get your like of bits to get proper mush? Do you put so much milk? No, no, no.
1: Uh... Nah, that's horrible. See, just just perfect. Like just the milk's halfway up it, so like the top of it's pure crisp and then just underneath a wee bit soggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you had any
0: of your mum's steak pies dropped off yet, Bethany? I
1: haven't. I
2: haven't. <laughs> I was I was phoning around telling her that. She should be, um. But no, nah, I've
1: not. Unfortunately, I don't know. It was her birthday though. They brought a big, massive Costco cake, and anyone knows a Costco cake like that is far too much, even for us two, to eat. Yeah, because like, my mom brought a Costco cake,
2: and then um, they bought, uh, you bought me a cake, yeah. and um, it was just we had so much cake in the house, <laughs> and like, it got to a point where it's like. It's out of date, like, and there's so much left, but you're like, I can't, I can't throw it. I like, I can't throw it away. Like, how, how am I meant to? So, but it came me a time where like,
0: yeah, it was going mouldy and too much of the fat. To yeah, be yeah, yeah, those Costco cakes are
2: ginormous. Yeah,
0: huge. I
2: mean,
0: yeah, I made like a cheesecake last week, and then I realised that I love alone. I was going to have to eat it all, so <laughs> I just, I just kind of tried to smash it in one sitting. And then I genuinely felt ill the next day, like proper, just didn't go anywhere, sat on my couch feeling sorry for me. <laughs> um, I tell you what, if we flip back around then, so we've talked lots about cereal, which is awesome because I love cereal too. What's like food hates? What would be the worst thing that somebody could put in front of you? I don't like fish, like any type
2: of fish, like it makes, I just don't, I just can't do that.
1: That's a hard one for me because I feel like there's so many. Yeah. Um, I hate things with like mayonnaise and stuff on them. I hate that. I hate the smell of it. Uh, probably the same, like tuna and stuff. It's just, nah, it just gives me the ball. Are, uh,
0: are you willing to try stuff or will, you just, will
1: somebody suggest something and you just go, nah, I'm not having it? See, everything I don't like, I've probably not tried most of it. I just say I don't like it. Does that mean (laughs) I've not tried it yet and I know I'm not going to like it? Uh, So, nah, I'm not really a thing for... Nah, trying. (laughs) I think it
2: depends what it is. I I just, I don't know, I think. I'm quite, like, I just stick to what I know, really. Like, if I go into, like, a restaurant or whatever, like, I'll just get the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't, I'll go in with the intention
1: of changing it up. And just, other will be like, nah, I'll just get the same thing that I got last week. Yeah. I, the only time I've tried something is when I was like nine and I was at the Christmas dinner table and my dad offered to give me a fiver if I tried the Brussels think <laughs> <laughs> That was the only time I've ever tried anything. And apart from that, I just, nah. You just know, growing up, my
2: mum always kind of forced me to eat things. So I kind of grew, like my mum used to tell me, I used to hate green beans. My mum yeah. used to tell me it was baked beans with Celtic tops on them
0: that's pretty novel uh, I had a thing for like not eating pasta when I was wee but my mom used to, I used to like noodles so my mum used to always say pasta was noodles yeah. I was just like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> same thing um, okay I've got a wee question for you I ask this question to everybody that comes on the podcast um, Tunnocks make four products they make the Tunnocks wafer, snowball tea cake and caramel log if you could only pick one, uh, which one would you pick? Uh, Tonics Tea Cakes, 100%.
2: Like, you cool. know. <laughs> nah, it just reminds me of <laughs> 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 on a Sunday when you go into your grands for um, some breakfast, to have your own sausage, a wee glass of iron brew, and a tea-, tea Cake to <laughs> end it. That is the most Scottish <laughs> breakfast
0: thing I've ever heard. Is that a Scottish <laughs> thing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I think I'd go for the wafer. Just to wait, for Just the white banana a Tonics Tea
1: Cakes. Just oh no, nah. it's the, best.
0: It's the oh. <laughs> Nah, it makes me so sick <laughs> um With the wafer is it something you would have with, like a cup of coffee? Do you drink coffee? I'm just assuming that. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I drank. I used to drink. Have a coffee every single morning, and it's only been in the last week or week and a bit. I've been trying not to drink it in the morning because it's probably have one too much sugars in it. Um, so I've been trying to like get, get myself off it, but it would be something that I'd have a coffee. <laughs>
0: I thought Yeah, i um, what about like coffees and like milk? So I've been drinking a lot of oat milk recently with my coffee. Um mm-hmm. is it just normal cow cow juice for you in terms mm-hmm. of having your coffee? Yeah, just
1: yeah, just normal,
2: normal milk. I think mm-hmm. last year I used I used to drink like almond milk and everything, but I like I love milk so much that I just like it was too far. Like I had to go back <laughs> I had to go back on the normal <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but we honestly we might as well buy a uh a cow like <laughs> milk. Like it's it's water, like yeah.
0: it's it's so bad. Yeah. Hey, can I make a suggestion? If you next time if you're in the supermarket and you see hazelnut milk, hazelnut milk and chocolate cereal. I'm yeah,
2: like, yeah, I used to yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I, I used to I like I used to it. have
0: that, yeah. Um but, I'll tell you what. Say everything goes well but when the season comes back, whenever it comes back, however it comes back. Um, and Sterling win the British Cup and the Bucks or get promoted from SWPL2. And you're in charge of arranging the Celebrity Night Out. Uh, what are you doing and where are you going? Oh,
2: God. We we're probably two of the worst people. <laughs> we, were, um, we were, for so like for the university, like we have like positions on committee. Um, and we were the social sex last year, secretaries. Um yeah. Which means we we plan every night out, and um, n- not many of them went to plan, because <laughs> we end up getting too we end up getting too drunk, and then we don't <laughs> doesn't go to plan. So we're so probably the worst. If we had the budget,
1: I would love to go on a holiday uh,
2: <laughs> to celebrate. For a dress up
1: one,
2: yeah, like we, we do a lot of dress up. We got like. It's like a a box Wednesday. It's called after like the game, um, and like you dress up as something. Um, no, so be a theme, theme yeah. would have a, a theme that week. Um, so we'd probably have a theme,
1: and then yeah, probably go on holiday if, somewhere. That's where them all. Yeah, we we'll <laughs> <win. laughs> we'll probably wouldn't, but we I'd definitely love to book a holiday
0: with them all. I I like the level up of a holiday. I think you're the first person to suggest that. We are. Where would you Where would you want to book it to go?
1: <laughs> like there's a few places yeah
2: I think um it'll be something like like Zane
1: or like
2: I think Ben a lotorm a lot
1: of Um I think that's just them. pubs and yeah football pubs and so I would suit us probably down to a T. Yeah. Um so that's probably what we'd do. Dressed up as I think we've had some I think Bet when I was Buzz Lightyear, that's probably the most memorable <laughs> <of Scotch. laughs> uh that we've had so
0: probably just pick a theme and yeah go to Benidorm. Awesome uh, a, a, a wee questions have popped into my head just before you mentioned football um, we were recording this the Monday after German football came back did you watch any of it? Does football feel back now that there's football on the telly to use? Or is it a case of until you get on the pitch? Uh, we didn't actually like watch the game just
1: because I don't even think we couldn't on your TV mm-hmm. um, but I think from what I've seen the video clips and stuff there was people just saying about how it's just not the same um, without all the fans in the stand. Um, I mean at least it's a step in the right direction, that's how I of see it, that at least something's gone back even if it's not our normal football games that we watch on the TV um, and hopefully slowly but, but yeah. surely they'll find a way. If we just want to get back, I think, when we get back in the picture, I think that'll, that'll feel like it's proper. Yeah. That. But at least it's something to give us, you know, a wee bit of hope or
0: something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. It might not be for everybody, but everybody's got their own opinions on it. I think if it's given some people a bit of satisfaction just now, then there isn't any football yeah. about. It, then absolutely get involved. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that wraps up for today. So thank you very much, Betty. I'm going to call you Betty because I didn't do it during the podcast. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Betty Lindsay, thank you very much for coming on. It's really appreciated. Thanks for
2: having us. Thank you.
0: Um, and thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Give it a wee review. Um, good reviews mean it gets spread a little bit further and we can do more interesting stuff. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all the usual places. Website, we've got an interview with Courtney Kiri up there just now about our comeback from injury really addressing. So please go have a listen to that, or read of that even, since it's an article. Um, but for now, thank you very much. Um, stay safe, look after yourselves, and we'll be back again soon. See bye.